bonjour, mes belles amies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Powerful Ink Startup Stories. Wait, what? The show's in French? <laughs> no, it's not. But I am chatting with Linda Leclerc from Quebec, my home foundation place of birth. And I just thought I would have some fun and bring a little bit of French into it. Um, we've been chatting back and forth and just having such a great time. You guys are going to love, love, love Linda. What can I say about this woman, you guys? She, oh my gosh, has built these incredible institutions in her life has been her life's work all around yoga yet laughter yoga if you haven't heard of it go and find out about it go to linda's links primarily um and get into all of it but it is it is just so amazing it's just laughing and really connecting to joy and keeping life light and and happy and so in linda's career she has accomplished so 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 much and I would say is sitting on these like incredible pillars of her work and now is giving herself the opportunity to continue to explore who she is and bring forth and birth yet something else, something more again. So she's launching a new business. It's going to be branded under her name and allow her to play without labels in everything that she's done so far. So welcome, 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 Linda. I'm already covered in goosebumps. So oh, excited to have you here. Mia. Merci, Mia. See, I'm saying it in French. <laughs> we'll speak Franglais. <laughs> Probably. Oh, dear. <laughs> Is that a bad word? <laughs> no, I just choke with my own saliva. <laughs> On your own saliva? Well, it makes us laugh. <laughs> ah. Oh, my gosh. Ah, it happened. <sighs> it happened. Ah, hold on. I'm good now. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So we're just going to laugh for an hour. <laughs> Feel free to join us. <laughs> no, this is like... Uh, um. It's funny because I had um, a group that I was working with, uh, was it last year? No, the first year that we were in confinement. And every week I had a session with them and obviously they were remote. And every week after the second laughter yoga exercise, I started to have the hiccups Oh, every week. So every week it turned out like, okay, let's do the hiccup laughter. <laughs> <laughs> so and it's i can't remember i think like i used to have a monthly uh, segment on tv Fun. and it happened i don't know how many times that just right before i <laughs> I'm, I'm going live <laughs> i'm joking and then does it clear or do you work with it as, as the um, light goes on? You can't, you can't ignore it. You just it. can't. You can't ignore right? it. Right? <laughs> so you roll with it. You just, it just yeah. becomes part of it. Right. Yeah. Which is so, so great. I, because... I play with it. Like, like I yes. just did. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fabulous. So tell us, tell us your, you know, where you're at now, what you're excited. What are you launching? Oh my gosh. Um, I just, uh, because uh, as I was telling you, um, uh, the School of Laughter Yoga, L'Ecole du Yoga du Rire, uh, was born like, I'm in my 20th <laughs> yeah. 
20th year of uh, practicing laughter yoga. So I guess that I'm probably one of the senior members of this community because I have a few friends who've been practicing for 20 years, but they're all over the world. Uh, in Canada, I'm the senior. <laughs> I'm the senior person. And uh, over the years, like um, I've created programs that were focused on joy mm -hmm. um, and and fun and like just bringing more joy and bon humeur, so good mood. Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't require lots of things. It doesn't require actually. Mm -hmm. It doesn't require anything mm -hmm. to feel that joy in your heart mm -hmm. so two years ago i created planet joie so planet joy mm -hmm. and there um, you will find programs that you can do by yourself because i organized most of them are in french now um sure. i'm translating i'm in the middle of translating something but it won't be ready for a few months mm -hmm. um and i organized le sommet de la bonne humeur which was mm -hmm. amazing it was such a fun and really big project to work yeah. on because online I had, it was online yeah. and I had speakers live from yeah. France, Belgium, Canada. Mm. Um, where was the other one? I think that she was in Mexico. I can't remember, but mm. like they were from, they were all French mm -hmm. and it lasted 10 days. So wow. 10 days with two sessions per day mm -hmm. live on Zoom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, plus the recordings, plus it was really, yeah. uh, but it was amazingly beautiful, great. This, 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 I was exhausted once it was done, but I was like on a high. Oh, really? Yeah. And it brought me to develop something like Planet Joy. Okay. This is just a few simple things. That if we pay attention, like there is someone who's meditating, uh, cardiac coherence, um, drawing, dancing, singing, mm -hmm. uh, cooking. Um, mm -hmm. What was the other one? Like paying attention to emotions, the meditation. It was just, and of course, laughter. Yeah. Um, but it was just so beautiful and it triggered something. So I've decided I'm going to yeah. start a community around that Okay. because- the nature of our heart is to be joyful. Yeah. And we tend to forget that because we're not yeah. there. We're up here. Yes. We're stuck okay. in like everything yeah. that, oh, I have to do this, my responsibilities, like I have to take care of that, my job, my bills, my laundry, my groceries. My laundry. Exactly. Yeah. I yeah. have to, oh my gosh, I have to wax my legs. <laughs> <laughs> walk the dog <laughs> whatever it is yes I'm obsessed with my eyebrows right now <laughs> my, uh... I can't see them with your glasses you see yeah, that, that's well, the thing. I'll just leave them on <laughs> exactly so that's the thing you Problem can with your glasses. <laughs> or which, which goes to show like this like the we're laughing and, and, you know, we're just playing, right? So it's reconnecting to that childhood innocence where creativity opens up. Life is not that serious. We decide that it is as adults. And if you need to shake, shake out of that and you don't know what brings you joy, just go to um, a playground and watch the children play. And, and you'll be and go on the thing that you can go on. Like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know if you have these swings in, in BC or wherever yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're watching from, but 
I know that this place, like they had a swing, except especially for adults. Right. And I remember when I was in London, especially for adults. So how is that different? It's bigger. Just so a big swing. The seat is yeah. is is yeah. wider. So yeah, you right. like your otherwise your your hips don't. <laughs> the chains are <laughs> you don't want to break yeah. it but yeah. these were were just wider and I remember going in a park in London well not actually not north of London and there was this big round it was kind of a saucer yeah. and this was a swing but in a saucer so yeah. I thought ooh, that looks cool I went and sat on that and and then you're like on your back yeah. looking at the sky yeah. and the fun part was that I was able to sit on it. I was right. not able to leave. Get off. Because <laughs> it's kind of concave. You get like... oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I laughed so, so much. I, I'm My friend made a video because I was like, help me. Don't just stand there. Help me. I'm stuck. I'm going to be here next winter. It's going to snow over me. <laughs> it's just. And then I realized this is the kind of thing that we're not doing as, as adults. Yeah. Because kids do that. They jump in a puddle. If you see that, like they jump in it, like they're just. No judgment, no concern. Because we yeah. think, oh, no if I sit on that, I might get dirty. Oh, I might not be able to. Get up. <laughs> get up after. And, and, and we don't, we don't like cater to adult play. No. So as you're talking, I'm thinking I've wanted, here's another idea for you and I will come to it. Adult camp, adult summer camp. Okay, on the lake with all the things, um, because those are some of my fondest memories of the early years. And um, also, like something that's kind of popular in North America are these rage rooms or axe throwing, right? Oh, uh, that's my damn uh, dog. <laughs> oh, so it's good to express that emotion. But where can we go to express the joyful and the, the silliness? And so like, exactly. I find when I'm sitting with my five year old, play with me, mummy, and my adult brain wants to be like, oh, I don't do that. And then I'm like, no, let's drop in and let's meet her where she's at. And who cares? She's, she doesn't care. She just wants to engage. So how can I activate? Right? Because we lose it. And in doing so, uh, it it kind of harms us more than it serves us to get serious and you know yeah because seriousness doesn't bring creativity it doesn't yes yes exactly it's interesting exactly. because there are some rage rooms and mm-hmm. I've noticed many years ago I was driving in in heavy heavy traffic and <clears throat> at some point the car behind me like there was a car next to mine and he just went in in front of me like I just had just a little space there because I didn't want to be too close to the other one because of the fumes. Yeah, sure. So this one like, it just went like that and it drove me so, I was so angry with that car and I said, sure. And then I felt the anger raising in me and I thought, okay, let's just yell. So I was, "Ah!" and in the car, it was, it was so powerful. I could feel like even the, the the windows all over me, like we're like, Ugh. and it's it got, I got scared huh. by, by my own sh- big loud sh- emotional release, and then I started to la- to laugh yeah. because I thought, oh my gosh! But laughing releases the emotions the same way, except uh-huh. it's more gentle. That's right. the conclusion I I made that day. So I've decided whenever I'm upset, 
I'm going to laugh loud. Wow. So sometimes if I if I get <clears throat> frustrated instead of <laughs> I can't do that, so right. I'll just ah. <laughs> 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 At some point, I hate myself, and it's like, what are you doing, woman? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds psychotic. <laughs> it just evolves to the next yeah and seriously the energy that that yeah. that, that i spread is yeah. way like sure i'm upset sure i'm like really seriously right. but instead of i'm like <laughs> i cannot not laugh after that hearing myself like with the big big voice like <laughs> like a villain <laughs> So that day when I when I did that for the first time, I've decided, okay, this is going to be the way that I deal with my frustration now as so, much as I can. Like it, this release of emotions is so critical of, I call them farts because <laughs> I'm immature at 41. Well, you um, would be surprised how many people use and just say but just say the words people are laughing <laughs> you just because you gotta let it out it because it literally bottles up inside like a bad gas yeah. and so that expunging of the emotions is so key and what I really like about how you um use laughter to kind of deal with all of the emotions is I'm thinking that the science behind it means that it's actually kind of healing and a more positive release but and each their own by all means but in a rage room you're kind of focusing on anger and you're expunging that and then after I imagine you'd feel tired and like maybe satiated but what is filling the cup back up yeah. after whereas the laughter will expunge that and then you know fill the cup right up and then you carry on with like expands your heart more yeah I think I have a I have a feeling of you know when you walk in a room like if you're sitting in a room and someone walks in and they're really really yes. really unhappy or they're yes. upset with something they don't say a word and you feel you feel it oh yeah. yeah if someone walks in and they're happy and cheerful you will feel it too mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I I notice that whenever someone is yelling whenever someone is like really if they're shouting at something you feel that that vibration that energy is like a yeah. it's hitting you yeah instead of that like and sure it's releasing but that ball of i'm going to visualize yeah. this that ball of red flaming energy yeah. hits you yeah and that's hurts it hurts yeah. because and it shrinks whenever like we have an argument in the house yeah, yeah. Uh, and it happens like of if course. we have an argument in the house the minute that the other person is like really upset with something I feel it and mm -hmm. then it it reaches me and I I don't know if I'm maybe I'm not built properly for that but I I suck it in yeah and of course it's, it's kind of mine and yeah. I don't like that because this yeah. is not this was not mine I just mm -hmm. inhaled it mm -hmm. yeah. swallowed it yeah so that's why I, the more i think about that the more i think okay do this more often so whenever you're really not happy with something mm -hmm. laugh it away like this and then 
tell a person, you know what? This was really right. not nice. Right. And I feel relieved. Yeah. And come from like a more grounded, peaceful place than if you had given in to one of the stronger emotions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anger is very, very, very powerful. Right. Yes. And that's not the right word. It's it's violent. Violent. It's strong, right? It has a very strong energy that, that like you said, changes the frequency of what's yeah. around you. Pushes and people away. It's that. And most yeah. of the times it's it's coming from fear yeah. of something. Or like yeah, fear lack of, of joy. Lack of joy. <laughs> I don't know if it's a lack of joy when we're when we're experiencing like this is just normal. Yeah. Like sometimes you're frustrated with something. You, it's because you lack I don't know recognition. Um, mm. Someone respect an uh, unmet need. Yeah. Yeah. And it's normal, so we have to right. not ignore it. I don't, I don't put a blanket uh, of laughter mm -hmm. over these feelings. Mm -hmm. I just, sometimes mm -hmm. I just ask myself, okay, so why am I feeling like that? Mm -hmm. Why am I feeling this? And if I can't, like, sometimes it's just like poof, right there. So if it's like that, then the minute that I see myself like this, like, a... <laughs> sometimes it lasts, it lasts longer. <laughs> and then I end up laughing just mm -hmm. a little bit. But I, I step aside. I just take a step back. Okay, yeah. what happened there? Yeah. I'm so Because I'm a good girl. I'm waiting in line. And there you are. Think that's more important than I am. So you go in front of me like this. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. Was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. I saw, uh, no, it was Tuesday. I, I was coming back from, a, I have a radio um, something every every week. And I could see a car that was doing this. And he, he went back in my back. And I just did this. Because <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> he was going to go in front of yeah. me. And he was doing exactly what I don't like, but to all the cars behind me. Uh -huh. So I just did this. <laughs> <laughs> And I thought, I'm sure that he saw that I did that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. So in the 20-year career of creating, like how does it feel to look at what you have materialized and not necessarily like in the, you know, but like the, you've birthed some incredible things and how does it feel to look at what, at that well, I'm very proud, yeah. very, very proud. And I, I, sometimes like I was cleaning because after 20 years, you know, you keep so much. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was thinking, okay, time to make room for new things. And okay. I was cleaning my filing cabinet the other day and I saw things that I thought, oh, that was good. That was really good. And it's just ideas that I never implemented because okay. I focused on something else mm -hmm. I'm sure it's the same it's the same for many many of your listeners because we have ideas and mm -hmm. then life happens mm -hmm. or we have ideas and then we have to focus on something so I call this my parking the parking mm -hmm. lot yeah like okay so if 
and when I have time. And uh, so these could be really fun to play with. Mm -hmm. uh, and I have so many, so many things there that I think that I have for over 20 more years <laughs> <laughs> of, of next level creation yeah. to release. Yeah. No, but it's, it's like, and looking at that, like you see this in the back, like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I co-wrote a book with my colleague and friend in France, Corinne Cosseron. Um, it, it was funny because this was way back in 2010. And I told her uh, one day we were talking on Skype we were using Skype then and we were talking on Skype and I was telling her, well, I need to, I need to s s save some time to write my book because I've been having this idea to write a book for so long. It's just, oh yes. What, what would be the topic? I said, well, after yoga, she said, really me too. And then we looked at each other for like, it was pause mm -hmm. crickets, crickets. Yeah. And we both said comment at the same time, like, let's do it together. Right. And it was, I know that this book is way better because of her and mm. she's saying the same mm -hmm. It's better because of me. So this was a big accomplishment and it mm. was published in France and it's the second edition. So mm. who knows what life it will have, but mm -hmm. this was a big, I remember the night that I finished, like the night that we finished the writing and we mm -hmm. sent the manuscript to the editor. Yeah. It was like yeah. winning gold. Oh yeah. Yeah. So this was a big thing. And then creating the first app, oh. that was something else too, because there's nothing like that. So it's called Rire Plus in French, but it's mm -hmm. a bilingual. So you see, if you want to listen to a track in French, you can switch to French. Okay. And if you want to listen to it in English, it's called Let's Laugh, exclamation okay. point, laughter exercises. So this was this was also something like I thought, oh my goodness. And I have to say that I've created so many things that never like didn't exist before. And this makes me really, really proud. So I truly knew yeah. in service, in yeah. alignment. Like manuals and tools and, and things mm -hmm. that are used all over the world now. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. How or what was it like to have, you know, clearly a very creative entrepreneur and to which, how do you know which ones to run with, you know, which ideas to run with and which ones to parking lot, just intuition, logistics of the moment. What's that like? For years, I think that it was intuition. Mm -hmm. And I had friends that I was talking to like I was talking to my friends oops sorry I was talking to my friends about my ideas and sometimes they were saying like oh I'd love to have that mm -hmm. and if the right person or the right resource fell into my plate then mm -hmm. it was a sign okay like for the app mm -hmm. I was considering that after I met my accountant slash friend uh -huh. and he uh -huh. said I have a friend who's like he could he could help you with that because that's that's what he's doing for a living I'll put you in contact do in touch and Francois sure enough like he was excited about my idea and he wanted to help and I seriously I was blessed because he helped me and he was so so patient and he had ideas and he wanted to do this for a low cost so yeah. this was my budget as well yeah um, so these collaborations help fulfill 
some yeah. of the ideas, right? Because... Like the Sommet de la Bonne Humeur or the yeah. two online programs. I have one that I okay. built. Uh, it's called Chaque Jour La Joie, so Everyday Joy. And the other one is S'entraîner à la Joie, so Train Yourself to Joy. Mm-hmm. And I had these ideas that I thought, well, is this a book? Is this, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. And then uh, a friend who's also a coach uh, mm-hmm. told me, well, we're starting to create something and we would love to host your programs. Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to work with us? Mm-hmm. Uh, Let me go make them. I'll be right back. Yes. <laughs> and it was like the way that they prepared everything, like it was a step by step. I knew that, okay, so is this going to be uh, something that people are going to read? Is this going to be an audio? Is this going to be a game? Mm-hmm. Is this going to be a visual? Is this going to be a video? Uh, what is it going to be? Mm-hmm. And like, it was really, it was kind of a Tetris type of thing. Okay. Yeah. Or Lego pieces, yeah. Uh, so, and because of them, this was born. And this year, I took everything from there, and I've re-recorded all the videos and mm-hmm. updated the stuff, and it's mm-hmm. going to be available in a few weeks. Amazing. On Planet Joie. On Planet Joie. So, is this the new business? It's the Planet Joie website. Kind of, yeah. Okay. So I'm adding to this. Um, I'm also training leaders. So I'm teaching people to lead laughter yoga sessions and create Mm -hmm. their own laughter clubs. Mm -hmm. And once they're leaders, then I can teach them to become a teacher. Mm -hmm. And I've started four years ago. It was uh, in 20. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. It's almost five years ago. I started a program called the masterclass. And this was to bring like their experience and expertise to the next level because we're training them to do things but I wanted them to be a bit more professional so to do that I had to create this program and that's something else that I'm very very proud of very yeah so like because in in facilitating a laughter yoga session there's certain leadership yeah qualities you need to be able to to feel the group. Sorry, I had to yeah. plug the computer. Uh, okay. You have to be able to feel the energy of the group, like sense, like, okay, who is the positive leader? Who is the negative yeah. leader? Who, Like, how can I, okay. The, 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 the. So to j- j- juggle that, this is an art. You're right. Yeah. To, to meet them where they're at. And so you uh, want to raise good leaders as part yeah. of that, right? And I want to make sure that they they thrive and they blossom they become like if you have a dream then you can yeah some there are some steps that like stop thinking small Mm -hmm. but be aware of everything that's there Mm. and so how is the internal journey now like you you know as i've said you've got this incredible portfolio you're standing on Um, But now you're evolving into yet another version of yourself and launching what, you know, another new business and what's going on internally and um, how are you navigating that journey? Like, is it helpful with the past experience? Does it feel like you have to figure things out all over again? Yeah, it's interesting that you ask me this question because I was trying to uh, I was listening to an audio meditation for like to help me with with a vision to get a vision uh-huh. of, like 
I'm working with a woman. She is amazing, by the way. If any of you need uh, someone to help you with your projects, she is amazing. I've hired her for the Sommet de la Bonne Humeur and I've been working with her since then. Her name is Starlight Mundi and her business is I Bottle Lightning. Really, it's uh, she's great. But she sent me an audio and I was trying to do that and I said, I can't see anything like you say, like you walk in the woods and there's a, like you see trees and you see la 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 and feel everything. And then you open the door and there's your vision. And I told her, I said, um, I keep seeing threes. <laughs> not be my vision. No, not, so I can't see it. It feels like I've accomplished so much. Yes. What's left? What's uh -huh. left? Where do I want? And I have these post-its on the wall right okay. there. Okay. And it's like, what what is the next step? Because these things have been on my mind for some for years. years. The yeah. Haha Sisterhood is something like I created yeah. this community in 2009. Uh -huh. And uh, like we're there. It's like but it hadn't evolved, like it hadn't blossomed the way that it could. And I was okay. thinking, am I putting my energy to make this grow bigger? Or Am I putting my energy into creating, I don't know, something else? Uh -huh. um, I'm just at that corner, like you see, and a cinematographer, friend of mine, mm -hmm. I remember after finishing to write my book in like years ago, I was, I was talking to him and I was telling him, it's very interesting because it feels like I have no more words. I have no more words in me. I just finished writing my book. And he says, well, hold on. You're the womb, la matrice, the mm -hmm. womb needs to rest. Mm -hmm. So leave, like give it some time. Mm -hmm. Because I was writing blogs. And, yeah. and I said, it's funny because it, it feels like I am, I'm dry. Like I no longer have words. It's like I'm trying and no, no. So I said, give it time. The womb needs to rest. After a while, you'll be able to. So it feels right now that I'm at that state. Yeah, yeah. I'm at that yeah. stage. Yeah. I just need to rest and wait, and it will come. I know it will come because it always does. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, because you're very creative. Like, clearly, I can tell from you and reading through your life story, your website and all the things that you've done, there's a lot coming out. So um, it's, it's kind of, I'm going to say comforting to know that, you know, one that there's time to do the things we want to do, the things we want to accomplish in life, that there isn't scarcity uh, around it. And, you know, to really trust yourself and then to be okay, if you're feeling not certain and not like exploding like fireworks with the next ideas but that's an indication of needing to get quiet to allow some new creativity to come through yeah, yeah. and it's like i've i've said that in the past like when it's time for me to channel something mm -hmm. i will i call mm -hmm. this channel because it's i'm sure mm -hmm. that it was all yeah there yeah. somewhere yeah you're just a portal that it comes through the right it's like the ideas are traveling and they're flying right. all over. And yeah. If you catch one, then, yeah. and, and sometimes if you take too much time <laughs> uh -huh. to bring uh -huh. it to life, then yeah. 
going to go away and someone is going That's to, right. you still have it in your hand, but you're not doing anything with it. So it flies away and, and gets to someone else. And then how many times have you seen that? Mm-hmm, like you mm-hmm. had an idea and then someone takes it and they're doing yeah. something with it. Uh, yeah. To yeah. Yeah. That, that so happen, it, they're flying. So they're flying and they're just looking for owners. Who is going mm-hmm. to bring me to life? Yeah. Like, so it's, it's really that it's like, Les spermatozoids. Yeah. <laughs> Which one is going to fertilize my soil? One in four trillion, right? <laughs> so there's a lot. So that's so wonderful because that speaks into the abundance exactly. of how much is available. And so for myself, I am very reluctantly and painfully, but willingly letting go and just playing with the different things in my business and creating just allowing for more creation rather than trying to push any one boxy idea that I have that I'm like convinced will change this person's life Mm -hmm. and um that's it's great because now I can just kind of create for the sake of creating without the attachment that any one of these offers yeah mean anything and I can just experiment with myself that way too to find where my groove is so like you clearly found a groove in laughter yoga yoga and it sounds like it's going to influence what's coming out next with planet joy um but like you're opening up some space for you know expressions as I said at the beginning kind of without labels and if we can apply that as a startup we can um probably I don't know speed things up or just you know tap into your beautiful um energy portal of ideas that you described so so picturesque uh, you know, to see, and then you can kind of sit in there and and decide instead of um, like grasping at ones that yeah. you think are going to get you anywhere, right? So it's a very empowered way of approaching business and um, and not defining yourself in any great way, not constricting yeah. yourself. Obviously, if you need to make money to pay your bills, then that's different because you can still do that, but you're also going to like you're also going to devote or dedicate some of the time like of your days to what's bringing money to my business. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. the rational decision. And that's mm-hmm. important to, to do them as well. And then what I've been doing is like, okay, so I'm going to dedicate like five hours of my day to this mm-hmm. and two hours of my day to creating, just playing, just editing mm-hmm. my podcast, like uh, editing, uh, making videos, uh, making videos for TikTok or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, responding mm-hmm. to people like this is mm-hmm. just playing and having fun or drawing, doing something that I can share with the people in my community. Just I, I did this drawing. You can color right. it, right. whatever. Right. Yeah. So uh, like that's the putting the CEO hat on. Right. And yeah. really leading yourself through yeah. to it's. Um, you have to do that at some point right (laughs) at what point (laughs) you do that you have to do that 
<laughs> yeah, as a full-time entrepreneur, there's there's mouths to feed, there's bills to pay. Exactly. Right? And if you want to, like this is something that I've learned over the last two years. If I want to grow and develop into something, I have to, I always thought that you have to invest also, but for years, and I know so many people who told me that they did exactly that. Like, oh, I bought this program because I thought I, I could learn something. Oh, I bought, I hired this person for that. All these, and I know that we're Canadian. I'm mm -hmm. French Canadian. So mm -hmm. the American way, sometimes it's just like, no, nah, that's not the way that I'm selling things. It's, mm -hmm. it's no, it's not. And, but then you see that it, it gets results for, for some people. Mm -hmm. It works really well. Mm -hmm. So you're listening to that. I, I know that for myself, um, I get as much as I can from their pre free programs. Mm -hmm. And then if I like this and if I want to, to learn something specific, instead of buying the whole shebang, mm -hmm. I just hire someone for this in particular. And then I hire specialists. So far, so good. I've paid for for coaches that yeah yeah fizzle don't yeah no and it was like just for me it was a waste of time money energy mm -hmm. but I guess that I was there and when you're not sitting quietly to receive mm -hmm. then this is what could happen oh I have to do this I I'm going to hire someone because I need to uh, and you, and then you you lose yourself. And mola, right? With the distraction of trying to fill something that that is there. I should be doing that. I should be making money. Yeah. I should. I should. Or why am I not? And they're there with their beautiful flags, saying like, mm -hmm. "Oh, I have the recipe for you." I'm not saying that they're not good. I bought something a few weeks ago, and I I sent an email to the woman, and I said, "Wow, you are really good at selling." I want to learn that from you. Right. Because I was not going to buy it. And guess what I did? <laughs> yeah, I bought it. <laughs> and I thought, I need to learn that from her. And if uh -huh. I could replay her webinar, I would. Too bad uh -huh. she, didn't, she didn't have replays. But uh -huh. that's something that we need to learn. So sometimes it's just something that the other person is doing that we need to learn. Mm -hmm. How to sell myself. How to sell my programs. How to sell my programs. So what are some things you've learned about that? Because, you know, you've had success. And so I'm going to assume that the money has been um, like this. Yeah, like this, right? As a full-time entrepreneur, sometimes taking contracts, sometimes living off the business money like that. Mm -hmm. And and so do you have you have a few core offers that are like your stability um, I know that I'm I'm always having a look every six months. I'm having okay. a look at what what do I spend my money on? Like mm -hmm. what programs uh, am I paying for every week or every month mm -hmm. or every year? What do mm -hmm. I need? So if I don't need something, then t -t -t -t. so I mm -hmm. cut the expenses that I don't need to, mm -hmm. like where I don't need that. Like, for example, I remember that I was paying for a subscription that, and I thought I'm not right. using it like I've used right. it like for three months a year and a half ago and I still yeah. pay that no no so I and I told them I said I'll be back just mm -hmm. not now mm -hmm. um 
So that's one thing. The other thing is like, be careful with what where I spend my money and don't buy something just like that. Um, and I know that I have seasons in my business. Like right mm. now, it's a very busy season. Mm. Uh, March, January, February. Whenever like people start to get depressed mm -hmm. or feeling blue, uh, it's busy for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so I know that I need to make sure that I have energy and I take care of myself mm -hmm. and I allow some personal time in my week mm -hmm. um, and keep focusing on what counts. Yeah. Like I know so that right now right. I need to focus on uh, bringing my masterclass program in English because I've been teaching mm -hmm. it in French mm -hmm. and there's a, a, a demand there's yeah. a need for that. Demand, yeah, sure. So I'm, I'm, I've started it, and now I'm, I need to put the full speed, like my concentration is on that. Yeah. To get it out to market because mm -hmm. it's, yeah. it's yeah. desired, and then it can reach such a larger. Yeah. And this will bring money. So, uh, like, yeah, it's right. okay for me to pay to hire someone to help me with something. Do mm -hmm. this while I'm doing that. Oh, mm -hmm. and that's also one other thing that I've learned mm -hmm. over the years. Yeah. Where would my where would my time be more beneficial? Yes. Yeah. Is it to uh, I don't know file things? Is it to answer emails? Is it to like sometimes it's like no no yeah yeah like my my light it shines when I'm with a group when I'm recording this when I'm doing that so this is like and this is where I'm bringing more money for my business. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So question yourself. Should I hire someone for this task and pay, right. I don't know, $20, $30, $50 an hour for that? And me not having to spend four or five hours on that, mm -hmm. it'll be done. And so do you have a little Rolodex? Do you have of, of people to call on or do you have like an official team? Or do you just kind of on demand? Working with yeah. Me. Yeah. Um, and I have a few people that like I delegate things okay. to them. And with IA, like the writing yeah. part, that's kind of scary because I was hiring a young woman to just, sometimes I'm, especially if I'm driving a lot, like yeah. these few weeks, these last few weeks, I was driving a lot. So sometimes it's like, I don't feel like writing. So could you, so I'm, I was calling her and I say, okay, so could you just start an article for me on that? And just mm -hmm. do the research for me and send me the data that you found and I'll work with it. So mm -hmm. I was hiring her for, for her for that. But now you can just ask chat GPT. Right. What are the basics? Yeah. And yeah. then I adapt it because yeah. it's not like it's not my way. But I'd be you'd be surprised. Sometimes like I was asking <laughs> a friend of mine did I asked him write this in um so I asked chat GPT write this in Linda Leclerc's way or what uh -huh. would Linda Leclerc say about that well, and it was kind of not bad yeah because I write lots of exclamation points and, <laughs> yeah, oh, go get this, and you got this and, <laughs> and you know what I do well I'll tell you <laughs> and it was kind of similar to my tone <laughs> which is so I finally opened a free account in chat GPT and I tried it out and I didn't put very much in and it gave back 
some good sounding stuff. And I, oh yeah, like resistant because all the sci-fi movies and you know robot yep. technology taking over. Um, but I'm a solopreneur. I'm a mom. I work full time. And I don't have any team right now. Uh, so it can help with, you know, time saving. It can become like, um, a, a, like you said, a, a leverage of time for what could be a money making activity. Because if yeah. I'm using it for marketing. Is, is the kind of tool that you want to, you want to use yes. that because it's yeah. helping you. So I was just feeling bad for the other person. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. like it anymore. But the two people, like I have a team of two, but mind you um it's recent it's only over the last two years that i've hired them in the past i had a va for like a few hours a month and 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 then i had coaches and i had like graphic designers who were just once once in a while whenever certain projects had the support around them but but they are they are regular now so i i pay them like x amount of hours every month and yeah. they're working with me. They've been working with me for two years. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that because of them, uh, I I did this. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. during pandemic, I was scared. For the last 24 hours, all my events, like all right. my my groups, like yeah. they all yeah. were gone. Yeah. Um, and it felt like, how am I going to mm-hmm. pay my bills? How am I going to pay my bills? And after three months, I, I seriously... I started to be busy and I was working. Sometimes I had to get up at four uh, because I was working with a group in Europe virtually okay. yeah. uh, in the morning. And then yeah. at lunch, I was working with a group in Montreal. And then in the afternoon, I was working with a group in Regina or Saskatchewan mm-hmm. um, or wherever up mm-hmm. West because they were like the time difference. Yeah, yeah. Some days, like I had three different yeah. contacts working with right. me. I love that. Yeah. And the and the accessibility as a result of going virtual. We right. And at the end of the day, even if you're speaking with a group at six or seven or eight at night, you just turn <clears throat> off the light and there you go. You're in your living room. You mm-hmm. don't have to fly or take the train or drive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saves a lot of time. And energy and money. And energy and money and all of yeah. yeah. Sure, it's not exactly the same. But yep. it's the next best thing. So well, and and that leverage, right? Because then you can reach more people, which can grow your impact and mm-hmm. allow um, all that travel time. I would say then can go into the creative time to produce other things. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that year I I recorded so many videos. I was right. live on Facebook every day for sixty days. Wow. I was laughing with people. I yeah. created the urgence rire, so kind of emergency laughter. We uh-huh. had like five, six sessions a day, uh-huh. all in need of like, okay, yeah. let's breathe and laugh because yeah. this is scary what's happening right now. Yeah. Instead yeah. of worry and instead of let's yeah. laugh it off. Yeah. To be a light through of all that. Yeah. Actually, the f- we have a we have to be like that right now. Mm-hmm. Someone posted something yesterday. Uh, I did a video for Halloween. I was wearing a costume and I just did the witch laughter. Yes. <laughs> and I was just like, let's play. Today is the day to play. So yes. let's, if yeah. you don't have a costume, just wrap your head with toilet paper and pretend <laughs> you're a mummy. So every time that you look at yourself in the mirror, you're going to laugh. Yeah. And 
someone said, well, you're you're not you're not writing anything about what's going on in in Israel and Palestine and Gaza, and that's a massacre and it's awful. And and I said, you're right. I don't write about that. I don't talk about that because this is not bringing anything to to bring like it's not bringing anything positive to what's going on. What I'm doing is I'm making sure that I keep my light on and I'm helping others to breathe and to keep their light on because the more light there is in the world, the more love there is in the world. Because when you're laughing with someone, you cannot fight. Yeah. Some resilience. Yeah. To cope and to, to help us navigate this without losing ourselves in it and, and becoming part of like the toxicity no yeah because it's there i feel it yeah i experience the same of course feelings and fears as everybody right now i worry about the the environment i worry about everything but i'm thinking what good is it going to bring to the world if i go under a rock and if i stay there and if Mm -hmm. i complain or if i like just it doesn't bring anything good to the world and like you said, like joy is the portal to creativity. So the more that we maintain that, especially through the hard times, who knows what somebody in one of those classes may now grab as an idea that could completely Not to creativity, but to love. Yeah. Because when you're in here. You're not in there judging, yeah. not liking, hating, yeah. evaluating, yeah. like yeah. he's you're in here and your your heart doesn't like it just love 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 universal language right it's like no so where where did this start from where did this idea where did linda leclerc come in to laughter yoga let's go back to the beginning as we kind of come to the end of the yeah. Because it's clearly like so aligned, and I don't. And so, like, was this you? Did you become this? It's it's your passion. The way you speak it is like breathing. It's so natural. It it exudes from you, right? It's funny, yeah. It's really like this is. Um, I think that I was. Um, I was always a cheerful person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's funny because I had a guest on my podcast the, the, a few weeks ago and the guy was saying, well, I used to call you my my big laugh, my laughing sister when we were students at university. Uh, and I said, that's funny because you would have met me a few years before that. And I became after. a very serious person. Um, I had jobs where it was not seen very well, like positive to be laughing. Um, mm-hmm. My I had my boss, I remember telling me that uh, you're going to have to become a bit more serious if you want to get in, the, in a higher position. And I ended up getting in a higher position mm-hmm. at some point. So I was executive director of a hospital foundation. And mm-hmm. um, right. I was cheerful. I was yeah. a smiling person, but I was no longer laughing, like yeah. very, like laughing, yeah. laughing, laughing. Yeah. Um, and I had responsibilities. I have yeah. responsibilities. 
have people working under my supervision, I have responsibilities. Mm -hmm. So in 2002, 20, like, yeah, at the end of 2002, I had a car accident, not something big, just something small. Mm -hmm. I was stuck in traffic and the car behind me didn't see that I didn't start to move. So he mm -hmm. just poof in my rear end, he rear ended me. That's mm -hmm. it. Um, mm -hmm. my car, and uh, I ended up with uh, an injury in my neck. Yeah. So the whiplash is here. And yeah. after a few months of physiotherapy, they told me that, well, this will have permanent um, damage. damage. It's mm -hmm. it's deal with it because it will be there for mm -hmm. the rest of your life. And one day that I was really in pain, I was waiting for the physiotherapist to get to get me at the at the clinic and then okay. um i started to cry because i felt really lousy that day and it mm -hmm. felt like oh, i'm so i'm in pain things mm -hmm. are so hard and it's like i can't move my head anymore and i'm in i don't sleep well and <laughs> and that day, i didn't want people to see that i was starting to cry so i grabbed the uh -huh. magazine opened mm -hmm. it to hide my face first thing that i saw was this picture of a beautiful blonde woman with a, a wood spoon in one hand and a rubber chicken in the other one and she was like this <laughs> and the title title of the article was laugh it off oh. so i took this as a personal message i thought mm, yeah maybe i'm taking things way too seriously right now uh, um, and reading the article she was describing like they were describing people at work like the stress part recognize me there then they were describing the benefits of laughter. And mm -hmm. I asked myself, when is the last time that I really, really laughed? And I couldn't remember. And that made me so sad because I remembered how amazingly great I felt after laughing, yeah. Yeah. that I felt so alive and and and, yeah. and full and free, right? Just and just and then oh. they were describing a laughter yoga session because i remember in 2002 2003 laughter yoga was like what what uh, to me right. like laughter was and yoga right mm -hmm. it was not, that's right yeah yeah how do they go together yeah. breathing so that's mm -hmm. the part of yoga and laughter yoga is the breathing and stretching that we just uh -huh. we don't do postures or anything uh -huh. like that but we breathe a lot and we stretch when we breathe right. So that's that's the yoga part. And actually, yeah. when, when you do yoga, there are some breathing exercises that are quite similar to laughing. When you do the Kaval Bhati, uh -huh. that's it, uh -huh. the, the, breathing, yeah. uh, the diaphragm. When you laugh, yeah. it's actually that, but faster. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> you see? Yeah. And it just triggered my, like, I got curious about, like, what is this? And I saw that you could train yourself to become a laughter yoga leader. And I thought, well, if I can learn it for myself mm -hmm. and bring it to the community where I'm like to the groups where I'm working, mm -hmm. maybe it will make things easier. So I went and took the leader training. And at first I was not convinced that this could work because I was a serious grown up. That's right. And to be asked like, okay, you're going to say your name and laugh where you're from and laugh. And what you do for a living and laugh. Right. I remember thinking, you're joking, right? No, no, I'm not going to say that. This is stupid. This yeah. is fake stupid. and fake laughing, right? So it's like forced, no. it's not. But what happens when you hear someone laughing and you know that you're supposed to be laughing? At when my turn arrived, like I started to I giggled and I, I was laughing, and my turn, <laughs> I had trouble to say where I was 
coming from because I was laughing too much. Um, and when we finished, like uh, the group, when we finished, it was about 15 people. I had tears like rolling yeah. my eyes and it's, oh my gosh. Okay, I was able to laugh. And then we did the, the he he talked for the morning, did blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And then we did the exercises. And when we did the laughter meditation for mm -hmm. that, it's like, mm -hmm. I call this le, un fou rire de dortoir. So it's like, you really, it's like when you're in bed with a bunch of, of friends and you start mm -hmm. to laugh and you mm -hmm. cannot stop. Stop, yeah. This guy was not far from me and he started to laugh like, uh -huh. Uh -huh. it was so low. I started to laugh like, a, what's that? And Wah! I started to laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. And I was laughing so hard. And at some point it felt like, it was just delicious. And I thought, okay, it worked. <clears throat> And that mm -hmm. night I was staying at my friend's place and I didn't feel any pain in my oh. neck. So I was totally convinced. Not mm -hmm. only did I laugh, but the pain in my neck, mm -hmm. like it was no longer as stiff. I could feel a bit of pain, but not as much. And it was mm -hmm. more like flexible. Mm -hmm. So I decided there and then that this would stay in my life. Right. It took me a few years though, before I actually grew my business sure. with it probably yeah. it started probably in 2004 ish yeah yeah navigate and learn and you know become a product yeah, because of the i product. started the laughter club and the laughter yeah. club was meeting weekly so i met people there and people were asking me well could you do this at my play at my workplace oh right. uh, yeah Mm -hmm. so one thing led to the other and in 2005 I, I became a laughter yoga teacher I started to train teachers and then in I was getting more and more hired and 2009 happened and I decided okay so that's it I'm doing it full-time and quit your job and went in to the business and, and... I was working part-time for okay. like I was working four days a week yeah. from 2004 to 2007 and then 2007 to 2009 I was working three days a week uh -huh. and then I thought okay yeah I'm ready you're ready yeah mind well, you, you made... the first few years I was not making lots of money because I was reinvesting everything okay that's important right to to recognize the longevity of coming to a place of a robust sustainable self-led business it's not yeah. some overnight success situation yeah. it's not some romantic you know ten thousand dollar in an hour type no. of thing it's well, that's like the kind of promises that make me sick right? when i see yeah. like makes ten thousand like make ten thousand a month like in 60 days yeah. or a week because there's so much there's so much business is like it's so much more than the creative idea and and it's yourself too and when it's something that you love it's very personal so you have to grow yeah and... because sometimes you might be having the perfect perfect thing yeah. for a client yeah. and they're just not ready yeah they don't have the money they don't have the budget or it's not the right time of year or whatever yeah like yeah. that's what was happening in 2004 from 2004 to 2009, mm -hmm. I had lots of times where I was waiting for, that's why I went to get a job because I mm -hmm. thought, uh, okay, so mm -hmm. they're not ready. So I have these yeah. gigs that uh, like, they're just pending yeah. and people get discouraged. This is something yes. that's over the years. If they, yeah. if they don't feel like oh, this is not sustainable, 
well, who said that you have to be full, full time? You can have mm -hmm. a part-time job next to it mm -hmm. and still mm -hmm. develop your business. I mm -hmm. strongly recommend that. Otherwise, you're going to lose passion for your what you want to do. Like your mission with your business mm -hmm. is so important. It is so important. But don't let life like, yeah, I'm not making enough money with this. Go find yeah. a job. Be a, an honest yeah. worker. Yeah. There's nothing like when I was working for this group, like it was not something glamorous or or, or anything. Like mm -hmm. I was delivering the programs, like I was training and I had other things. It was interesting. Mm -hmm. It was not something that I got bored, but it was not my things. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's so like you, I, I love giving space and permission that entrepreneurship isn't defined by any, anything but yourself. And mm -hmm. if, if there's space to have some consistent money coming in, it takes a lot of pressure off the business, which keeps some joy in the business. Cause if you can have fun in it, then you're going to want to keep doing it right, right? without, um, without a, a, a pressure on it or a, a, a need, like a desperation. Yeah. Otherwise you, you, you have to give up your dreams. Yeah. I, saying that, I remember that I was coming back from that workplace. The, I was done like it was an eight to four. Yeah type of job and I was driving back home making dinner and then after dinner I was going in my office working mm -hmm. for two three hours right on my things yeah yep. following up on things and building yeah. so sometimes it was not three hours sometimes it was less mm -hmm. and on my day off like I was completely working there mm -hmm. and this this was fun yeah because I had the idea, okay, so I'm making money there. I'm covered to pay my bills, to mm -hmm. contribute to the household mm -hmm. and this. And my husband was okay with that. He was saying, well, because I said, well, I'm not watching TV with you guys. Yeah. I prefer to do this. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm doing these days myself. <laughs> but I love it. I love it. You yeah, know, I just, that's, that's like, your passion. Yeah. Yeah. My playground. So when my friends asked me, so when are you going to retire? I said, right. I think I retired in 209 <laughs> when, I, when I decided that I was going to be full-time in my business. Yeah. Because most of people, when they retire, they 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 say, well, I'm going to do this when I retired. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm doing what I wanted to do when I retired. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very good. Oh, Linda, that was just so incredible. I'm thrilled beyond to meet you and to know you and to maintain a, a continued I'm relationship. Grateful. 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 Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Belsa. I can't wait to come on your show next week, you guys. We're going to, you know, be doing some stuff together and who knows what the future holds for us. I, I love your energy, Linda. I want to stay in it. And, I, can't wait to um, be, I can't wait to have you as my guest. <laughs> <laughs> Ditto. That's going to be so great. So have a great rest of your day. I can't wait to share you with my audience and my world and, and just continue to hold you in my heart. Me too, Mia. Mia Frankel. Frankel? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that your maiden name or is that yeah. your? Yeah. Okay, maiden. good. Yeah.
Because so many, so many sisters, like when they get married outside of Quebec, they take their husband's name and they make. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm gonna hold on to it. Power, sister. <laughs> à bientôt, ma belle. À bientôt, belle journée. <laughs> Merci. Merci. Merci.